All right, you mob. This is shaping up to be a weird one all around. So this is your warning right out of the gate that this episode is heavily about faith, both Christian and New Age mysticism, uh, specifically tarot. And also, April, you've been forewarned. Here we go. So that slightly dramatic opening here and sorry, we are just, the mic is doing things that I don't want it to do. Shock horror. So yes, very dramatic opening, but I feel the need to warn people now when, uh, when faith is on the menu. And also I know how a lot of people feel about new age tomfoolery probably the same way I you generally feel about it before this but uh, I don't know maybe some of you all think this is interesting and uh, get a little kick out of it so let's just dive right in so <laughs> let's take a quick trip down uh, memory lane as most if not all of my regular listeners will know I'm involved with a church in my city. And back in October of 2022, I put my faith in uh, Jesus and became a Christian. And shortly afterward, I got baptized. And then shortly after that, January left me and my life felt like it fell apart. Um, I had to move back in with my dad and... Just, uh, it was a rough month or two, which is fucking insane to say. It was a rough month or two when my 10-year relationship ended. <laughs> I saw a TikTok about that the other day where some girl like, boys, what do you do after a breakup? Like, do you talk about it? And she had asked a, a guy friend of hers and he just said, oh, you know, I was sad for a few days and then I was fine. <laughs> so it's very on brand for, uh, for what a dude dudes go through. But, um, yeah, it kind of felt like at the time my life just kind of fucking imploded. Right. And at the, again, at the time it was hard not to like conflate the two and think that, putting my faith in Jesus led to the ending of my tenure relationship and led to what I perceived as all this negative stuff happening after that. But what I, I couldn't see it then is that that was like the best thing that could have happened to me. That was the best outcome for that scenario because for like way too long, I'd, I'd stayed in that relationship out of a sense of familiarity and comfort and adherence to a routine, um, like all the while knowing that I wasn't happy and I deserved better, even if I didn't believe it back then. <laughs> a part of me knew, right? Like 
I don't deserve to be treated this way and I deserve, I deserve better from a partner. And I just was too afraid to leave and be alone. So since then, I've fairly slowly but steadily moved away from the faith and realized that, you know, the way I want to live my life is just not compatible with a typical like Christian lifestyle as has been chronicled on this very podcast. This has led me to making an increasing, increasingly questionable series of decisions, you know, that, that ultimately, ultimately ended with, with me realizing that no one measures up to April and it's pointless to keep looking at least right now. Right. Because what I want and what I'm looking for is, is her. And I didn't want to be perpetuating this, this cycle of hurting people anymore. Um, I wish it hadn't taken me so long to realize that and get to that point, but we got there in the end, um, which does not make it okay. All the people who did get hurt. So now we're a single Pringle. And I've deleted all my dating apps and I'm just taking this time to learn to be single and learn how to be okay being alone. Especially since the last time that I was truly single for any real period of time was in my 20s, was from 18 to 25. Um... And like that, that isn't to say that I've stopped attending church because I haven't. Um, I still make it every Sunday. I still volunteer and I try and be as involved as I'm able to. But, but the faith isn't as strong and I've been living poorly. I think it's safe to say that I'm somewhere in the middle. So that little history lesson behind us. Uh, let's move into a poorly understood explanation of the church and new age faith. Um, I did do the littlest bit of research on this, um, but I'm probably still going to get bits and pieces of it wrong. So bear with me. But as a generalization, uh, most, if not all of like new age faith is seen as inviting Satan and demons into your life, um, like angel numbers, tarot, crystals, Reiki, all of that kind of new age stuff is basically seen as a fast path to kicking the door open for the devil and his demons. And um, having listened back to somebody f from my church who gave a speech about this, because she was super involved in this stuff before um, coming to the faith. She had said like, yeah, you, you can, uh, for lack of a better word, like pray to your angels and pray to the spirit, but you never know who's listening. So you could just as easily be inviting the devil and demons and whoever into your life this way. Like I said, like I barely know the bones to this stuff. So 
because I've never really had to think about it before, right? Like I've always, even before coming to Christianity, I always kind of just like scoffed at new age stuff, like crystals and birth signs and horoscopes and tarot and Reiki and all that stuff. I just kind of was like, okay, well, that's dumb. Uh, now the turntables turn. Um, and anyway, regardless of like my level of knowledge on this stuff, it's, it's been lightly like drilled into me that tarot, angel numbers, Reiki, anything to do with that is not okay. And is actually a trick from the devil to turn us away from God. And just me personally, I generally, yes, I generally feel a low level sense of unease around tarot <clears throat> for whatever reason, which is why all of this is lightly shocking to me. Just lightly, though. Um, <clears throat> which brings us to the crux of tonight's episode and what's been percolating with me, what's been percolating for me for the last few days. So at some point last week, I was, I was scrolling on TikTok, as I'm oft known to do, and a random tarot reading popped up for me. And like, that in itself is very unusual. I, I've never had anything like this come up for me on TikTok. Even when I <clears throat> was, so I'm really sorry, guys, I had like a lot of burritos tonight, and I'm just kind of out of breath from being fat. So, but even when I was with and we would be <clears throat> like talking about tarot because she was super into it. I never had it come up for me on TikTok. Like, and you, we all know our phones are always listening to us. So, so this is this was very surprising, and it was very out of the blue. I have to say, um, and I I usually have a very like finely tuned algorithm on TikTok. So somehow this kind of like snuck through the cracks and that alone was enough for me to watch it and boy howdy was I in for a bit of a shock so the cliff's notes of, of what that reading was is that a past romantic interest who you're no contact with hasn't been able to stop thinking about you and are on the verge of reaching out and hoping for reconciliation and um, there's a lot of mention of like twin flames and soulmate and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not really putting a lot of stock in that and we'll get to it. But <clears throat> the nuts and bolts of it is an ex romantic interest who you are either in no contact with or were recently no contact and, or sorry, who you're in no contact with and who you recently had blocked or something uh, oh, lost my place here. Yeah, that's so that's the nuts and bolts of it. Now, <laughs> to my seasoned veteran listeners, who does that sound like? I'll give you no guesses because the answer is obvious. And at the time, I wrote it off as just the algorithm being oddly accurate for once, like a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, but then it happened again and again and again. And it kept happening for the next week. And the skeleton of the reading is always the same. Romantic partner, no contact, wants to reach out, stalks your social media, etc., etc. Sometimes sense of guilt, sometimes fear of losing, like there's variations, but the, the skeleton of it is the same. Um, and again, 
after the first few, I figured the algorithm was just getting lucky. And seeing that I was like engaging with these types of videos, which is to say I was watching them to from beginning to end, which um, is unusual for me on TikTok because a lot of these videos are like five minutes long. And like watching these five minute videos, which is not normally something I would do in TikTok. I generally try and keep my shit curated so it's shorter than that. But I'm watching these videos front to back, which in and, of, in and of itself is unusual for the algorithm, I'm sure. But on the other hand, like I'm not liking these videos. I'm not favoriting them. I'm not saving any of them. And they all have no hashtags. So there's no reason I should be getting multiple uh, multiple videos that all say the same thing from 15 different creators. And I can hear you. I can hear you all screeching incoherently at your phones. Yes, this is obviously confirmation bias on my end. Like, obviously, there's nothing more that I would like to think than that April is on the verge of reaching out and is thinking about me. Um, contrary to popular belief, however, I am capable of rational thought or two when it comes to her. And obviously the algorithm looks at more than just hashtags. Like I said, like it's seeing that I'm actively watching these longer videos than I normally would. So it's saying more serve more of this because this is something that this user will engage with. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> there's something going on behind the scenes where TikTok is figured out hold up wait a minute uh this fella is engaging with these three minute videos where he normally doesn't let's serve him more of these so i'm doing everything in my power to like not only discount these videos just based on their content but also because they all seem to be saying the same thing which is obviously going to make me think that the algorithm is just up to its usual tomfoolery and like additionally there's obviously the aforementioned confirmation bias where I'd like nothing more than this for, for this to be true. Like if you're a regular listener of the show, then this is no surprise to you. Like this is something that I very, I would be very happy if this was true. Let's just say, um, I'm, so I'm predisposed to believing these videos because it's exactly what I want. Um, so I've been watching them as they come, right? Like trying to see any similarities or how they'd be recommended to me. And I've also been trying to compare various people in my life to what these creators are saying to see if anyone else fits. And, you know, I guess that's how it, you know, starts is, is you crack the door and start with the sliver of belief that this is something that could be true. And let me be like perfectly frank here. Like I want this to be true. This should not come as a shock. Like, if you're a regular listener, you could see where this is going from the hop. And I can try and, like, force these readings on, onto someone else in the hopes that it's not about April, but almost all of them are 100% accurate. And the ones that aren't only get one or at most two things wrong. But I'm also aware that these creators could just be saying the most basic generic information applicable to a situation, knowing that the majority of people will fill in the blanks themselves in an attempt to force these readings to fit their situation. 
so I'm really trying to look at this with like an objective eye as best as I can. All of that said, it is hard to ignore that I've gotten so many of these videos from so many different creators that all say the same thing. And again, I am aware of what I just said about generic facts and an audience more than willing to overlook common sense to force it to fit their situation. It's really just the timing of it all. Like, I make the decision to, to end things with New Girl because we all know why. I make the decision to delete all my dating apps and just focus on myself and healing and all of that. And I start getting nothing but videos about not giving up hope, having patience, being strong in the waiting. And it's all too easy to chalk it up to the universe or God or whatever you believe sending me a sign. Um, I feel, however, that I have to be so, so skeptical about anything to do with this situation because it would really be all too easy to be hurt again by my own brain having some like forlorn hope. And there's really no way to confirm or deny if any of this is even close to accurate, short of reaching out to her, which I won't do. Which actually leads to kind of an interesting point here, relying on gut feelings. Because the whole reason I say I won't reach out to her is because I've got some feeling that it's not the right time. And I can't explain it beyond that. There's just something in me saying, not yet, not now, have patience. And if you know me in IRL, um, you'll know that like patience isn't exactly um, a strong suit of mine. So this is an entirely new chapter for me. Um, and on top of just like somehow intuitively knowing that it's not the time to reach out to her, that was also mostly why I deleted all my dating apps because there was a little voice that said, it's time to stop this, should I get off the pot? You can't say all the things that you say about her and still be on the apps. So away they went. And not that I'm just gonna sit here and like twiddle my thumbs, hoping she comes back. She might or she might not. It feels like it's, it's out of my hands currently. And all I can do now is kinda work on myself and keep doing the work to build up my confidence and sense of self and learn to be okay being on my own. Uh, and that is a topic for a whole other podcast that actually was supposed to be this one. And then this kind of struck my fancy the other day, but and it's very interesting, this idea of like gut feeling, because I, I was talking to Jilly about this recent, a few weeks ago where she said, why don't you just text her? and just find out. And I said, it's not the right time. I don't know how to explain it beyond that. It's not the right time. Something is telling me that it's not the time. It's not the right time. And that's all I can really chalk it down to, right? Like, <clears throat> and even deleting all these apps, right? Like, as much as I wasn't getting any fulfillment out of them, and just kind of didn't want to be on them, and was just that's the joke is I tell people like, oh, Tinder was my favorite game on my phone. But like, 
there was also something that was saying like, it's time to get rid of these and you know it. And you like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get nowhere fast on there currently. Um, in the future, who knows? But like right now, no, I need to not be on them for a variety of reasons. But the interesting reason being there was a gut feeling I had that just kind of said, just get rid of them all. So in any case, this also presents an interesting question. And that is, what does it mean for my Christian faith if I'm even willing to entertain the thought that any of this might be true? Like, like I said, I'm well aware that a lot of this is more is more than likely either confirmation bias or an an algorithm reading me a little too well, and I'm not unaware of how spooky our phones have gotten and how much they are listening to us, regardless of how much we all want to pretend they aren't. Um, like what's the, uh, there's some joke about like who, <laughs> I don't know. It's about wiretapping and how we all willingly accepted it. But so the algorithm is very spooky and it knows me, it knows us very well. Um, <clears throat> but There is a part of me, though, that wants to believe, I w- that wants to take hope from this, and alternatively is wondering if I'm misinterpreting all of this and who it's about, because I've been trying to see if there's anyone else from my past that fits the bill as well as April, and surprisingly, the only one would be May. And it doesn't even fit that well, to be honest, but like she's as close to an alternative as I can come up with. Um, And it's a bad fit too. like all of these have been pretty specific that like you had a falling out over it. Okay, never mind. We don't need to get into specifics because it'll just reveal too much about April and I's situation. But not that you mob don't know it all already, but I just kind of don't. It doesn't need to be talked about anymore, but we've gotten a bit like, and we've gotten a bit off topic here, but it really is just like a revealing look at the depth and strength of my faith that I'm so willing to entertain something that I've been told is literally either the devil or demons working. And is that a sign of the strength of my feelings for April or are my conviction convictions just that weak? And there's no, there's no good answer here. It's just me looking for like any hope or sign that there is a chance. And I'm grasping at straws. Maybe. Who knows, right? Like, and believe me, I have tried to apply all of this to everybody that I can think of. And like, January might fit if I had any interest in ever talking to her again. And I don't. I am perfectly content to never speak to her again. And I hope it stays that way. I hope that I go 
the rest of my days without ever having to talk to her again. Um, and May could kind of fit, but there are certain things that just, no matter which way you turn them, don't apply. And New Girl doesn't fit, and Autumn doesn't fit. Like, in all, for all intents and purposes, this must be, not must be, but it, it really seems like it can't be about anybody but April. And I'm really trying to stay objective. I'm really trying to take it with a grain of salt the size of Montana because <laughs> it's hard to put stock in this stuff, right? Like, like I can see how people can believe it having seen a few of these readings now, like to me, it's completely random, but it, it, I can see how to your average layperson looking for meaning in something, it would be easy to see the way that the, the shuffle and the cards fall. It, it is just being influenced by, by spirit or whatever, right? Like, I don't know. We should probably stick to the script. <laughs> so at the end of the day, all of this is really nothing more than an interesting internal theological debate. Like, I do have a hard time putting stock in any New Age mysticism, if I'm being honest. And I'm really only entertaining it because it's telling me something I want to hear. And it's nice to think that there might be a chance. And on the flip side, it really exposes a lot of glaring weaknesses in my Christianity, as well as shows what my priorities really are. And <clears throat> there's a lot I could say about that last bit. Priorities. Because I think quite a lot of bit, a little bit, I think quite a bit about it. But it's, it's not for the podcast. That there's no good way to speak about it without sounding mildly insane. And just, when have I ever worried about that? Especially on this show. To me, it's an interesting albeit spooky coincidence that came at a time when I really needed a sign from a higher power that there might be hope. So I'm choosing to take the good from this, what there is to be taken, and choosing not to think too deeply on the theological aspects and implications of the rest of it. I, I needed a little hope, and it came when I asked for it. And whether that was from God spirit, the universe, or an AI-driven algorithm, it doesn't really matter. I I got what I asked for, and I'm content in that. And this weekend that just passed especially has kind of changed my view on the whole thing in that before I was... I was I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to say like actively waiting, but I was, I was waiting hopefully that she was going to come back. And now while I, I, I want her to come back and reach out to me, let's not get it twisted here. But at the same time, I'm kind of just prioritizing myself right now and just doing more self-work and, you know, I need to just kind of learn to be okay with being alone and be, 
and being single because I spent so long tied down in that hor in that in that relationship with January and just it just it's time it seems like it's the the time to just do a, this more of this self work more than I've done and I've made good leaps and bounds honestly from where I started I I feel like I've really turned the corner and I'm just more quietly confident and sure of myself and I'm just a better version of myself all around. And I hope that's true. I hope it's not just me blindly thinking, thinking that <clears throat> and feel about feeding myself self delusions, right? Like I want to be better and there's another topic I never got around to doing, but like originally, and we've talked about this, I, I started therapy because of April, because I could see that I was going to ruin the relationship and I wanted to try and avoid that. And I ended up playing my part in ruining that relationship. Um, and I stuck with it. Because at the time I was, I just felt so hopeless and I was just like, well, I really, there's not, there's not, I, there's nothing else I can do. So I might as well do the work or try to. And we stagnated a little bit there around Christmas, just when I was out of therapy. And you know what? I had to, to stop it again because, um, I just kind of felt that we were, I wasn't ready to progress at the time. Um, and it was just going nowhere. So I am just going to use this time to learn to be okay being single. Um, and yeah, well, I would just love to hear from her and, I can't help but believe these these stupid TikToks just a little bit in that <laughs> I know a few of them say like it's coming in the next day, it's coming in the next week, it's coming in the next nine days. I saw one tonight that was like February 3rd is going to be a big day for you. So I don't know. They all say soon and I that's just the impatient little child in me is I'm like, okay, well, you can see all this. You can't see when, when it is going to happen. You all I get is soon. So, and like I said, it's hard to take any of this kind of seriously, right? Like it's all just kind of hand waving Tom fuckery, but I'm choosing to buy into it a little bit just because it's telling me what I want to hear. And I think that's how they get you. Right. But, uh, confirmation bias, <laughs> And just interestingly enough, as an aside here, because I thought the script would carry us farther than it did, Dre and I were talking about April today, and he's really the first person that I've, like, attempted to explain properly, like, why I, I haven't been able to let it go and why I kind of don't let it go. And why I have hope that there will be a chance for reconciliation and a second chance and all that. 
And by the end of it, I was almost crying and he was almost crying. And it was very emotional and kind of gay in the lockup. Just two grown men being emotional. (laughs) And all he said is just like, you know, I wish I could have met her because there is a fire in you and you seem... Okay, I'm trying to like distill this down. But he basically said he'd never seen me like that when I was with January she never brought that side of me out. And I said that to him too. I was like, bro, April and I splitting up hurt more than January and I did, which is fucking banana sandwich when you think about it. And I've said that more than once on the show, but it, and you know, all that said, I really do go back and think like, maybe I should re-release 37 the lost edition and the part of the reason i don't is because of how personal it is and part of the reason i don't is because of how drunk i was in the episode and i don't want april if she is listening to think that the only way i can talk about her and the only way i can be honest about why i feel the way that i do is if i'm drunk because that's not the case i just Maybe it was the case, but it's not now. I could easily sit down sober and do an entire podcast about why, uh, the why of the whole thing. And I just choose not to because I don't know who it would be serving. Um, If she does listen, maybe she would want to hear it. I don't know. Maybe she's curious. But for me, I know. I I know why and I don't know why, right? Like I have a hard time nailing it down. It's hard to put it into words. It's, It's a lot of feelings that I don't know how to enunciate. It was just... You know, you just have all the cliche sayings in the back of my head, right? Like, I'm not going to say any of them here, but it's a lot of just the cliche that you hear a lot. But I just thought that was very interesting that Jerry was just kind of shocked at the depth of emotion that came out of me when I was talking about her and, like, why I just can't let go. But for the most part, I'm... I'm doing better than I was. And that's that's always the goal, right? Is be doing better tomorrow than you were today. And be better today than you were yesterday. And I try and... I definitely try and do that. And the uh, temper tantrums I threw at work notwithstanding today... Like, I am good. It's There's not a lot of sadness in the old life anymore. I'm very content with my little life right now. And while a partner or a companion would make that nice, it, it is not required by any means. So, um, Unfortunately, I think this is going to be a little bit of a short one because these take about fucking eight times longer to edit now. Um, and that script only took me so far, and it's, I really thought this would carry me. So shows what I know. Should have done a little more filler. So thanks for coming along on this little exploration of do we believe in tarot or not? <laughs> I don't know that we gave any satisfying answers because I don't know that there is one. I'm I'm choosing to believe it a little bit just because it's telling me what I want to hear. And also wanting to disbelieve it because of how, because of what it is, right? And then my own internal bias just through Christianity and culture and all that. So I'm I'm choosing to be lightly hopeful just again, because it's telling me something that I want. It's telling me something that I want to hear and that I hope happens. So I don't want to discount it. And then 
and here's the the uju the juju is that I don't want to discount it and put that negativity out in the universe and then have that be the reason that it doesn't come true and this is just the insane way my brain works so just be glad you don't have my thought process but all in all hopefully that made sense that kind of flew by actually almost 40 minutes here so I don't remember much of it, just as I don't when I do these uh, really scripted ones like this. But um, thank you for coming along on the thought journey if you made it this far. I know I'm sure the uh, warning at the beginning will scare off a few listeners. But, um, you know, thanks for listening. I truly appreciate each and every listener I have. It is just astonishing to me the numbers that I get. And they're by no means like land slide numbers it's in the single and double digits uh depending on which platform you're looking at but and who know i i don't look at google play so i could have like giant numbers in there and i'd never know but pretty consistently i get the same rough number of listeners across spotify and apple Podcasts. so the fact that there are that many of you that are just either interested or fascinated by my train wreck of a life and my funny little thought process is very very cool to me so I feel like I say this every few episodes but like just thank you to everybody who listens I know it's a lot of nothing and it's been slow lately because I don't have a a bunch of shit I want to work through and work out and there's not that many uh, exciting updates for my life right things are just kind of settled into just a comfortable little routine for now and I'm perfectly okay with that so while the content is kind of spread out I do I'm always on the hunt for ideas and I'm always on the hunt for yeah, I'm always on the hunt for ideas and I'm always trying to make time to script and find ideas that I feel have enough meat to warrant writing a full script for. So, you know, thanks for bearing with me. Thankfully, I don't get anything out of this beyond like emotional satisfaction and a little bit of work on myself. So, um, other than that, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or criticisms, you can send them over to dumbereveryday42 at gmail.com. That, e- address, that email will be in the show notes if you can't understand my Canadian accent. And, you know, for the rest of it, I hope you mob have a good evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is where you are, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Hooroo! Every time I say that, I'm like, Daddy!